0: All right. So we almost ended, began without a note on vision. We've been talking about vision. We're talking about the book Developing the Leader Within You 2.0 by the number one leadership management expert in the world, John C. Maxwell. And we were talking in the section on vision. And got a lot to, they've got a lot to say about that. Painting the picture, that vision itself. And they use different words like sun and mountains and birds and flowers and path. And I'll explain that as we hit the different features. And then what we're going to end with is how I can help you. As I helped my son and some of the things that I was able to do with him I will take you as my own son like I did my own son and my daughter but we're going to focus on my oldest son and his path and how I was able to help him and how I can help you okay first give me a second let me turn this fan off so we don't have a blinking light in the background Just a moment. Okay. So the flashing light in the back should end momentarily. Let's talk about the vision. It talks about the sun. It says, when you paint a bright future for people, they feel warm. When you understand the future, you feel good about it and you really get drawn to it because you can see yourself in it we'll get a little further than that and then we talk about the mountains and see it's the vision that keeps you going when you when you stress out over the fact that um, that there will be obstacles but you're not facing it alone hence no man is an island and we'll, we'll touch on that again a little further. But no man is an island. And then birds watching an eagle rise causes people to feel their own spirit soar. As you think of that, you think of you in it. You can see yourself accomplishing things. And that gives you confidence and makes you feel stronger. Like a bird, an eagle than flowers. I talked about that other day the other day. Brandon Bashad talked about talked about being in a position where we um need to feel good where we are. Stop and smell the roses. It's not all work and no play. I always talk about the nine to five and people who start to work A lot of overtime and when they do that they 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 get things out of balance and they say i'm doing it for the family but it's an oxymoron if you're doing it for the family but you're taking time away from them well what are you doing it for it becomes a, a a sense of uh status or position how you define yourself and what we have to do is learn to not define ourselves by our job, not define ourselves by our work. And when we work into our passion, we don't because our passion is part of us. And we can we can integrate that alongside things like our family and our friends. And we don't push that aside and make it, uh, you know, force ourselves into a... I have to work situation. So it's important. The flowers, stop. Smell the roses. Enjoy yourself along the way. Take a break. I was watching uh, uh, one of my mentors, Rachel Miller. She was talking about that she had an amazing day. She actually took a day off. If anyone knows who Rachel Miller is, you know, she's a hard worker. Very seldom do you see her take a day off, but she took a day off to be with the kids because she could do that. But here's the key. She's passionate about what she does that it's it's tough to get away from it. Not that she doesn't love her family, but she loves both families, both her online family and her offline family. And it's hard to separate one from the other. But there comes a time when you do that. And she did. She gave her kids un, undivided attention for a whole day. And it, it, it felt good. I'm sure it did. Uh, both for her and the kids. They loved it. Mama, all to themselves. And Mama's a hard worker. <laughs> all right, Then the path. We need to keep that path. That's what the goal is for. That's why, you know, this talks about leaders providing a path uh, or a vision for those who follow. But you providing your own vision on where you're going. What's so great is about uh, things people love, they tell the story about how they used to do parachutes during World War Two or World War One. Hold on a second. Let's see. Did they talk? World War Two parachutes. Listen to this. Parachutes needed to be constructed. Oh, I lost my place. Just a second. Parachutes needed to be constructed by the thousands, but it was tedious it was a tedious job it involved crouching over a sewing machine eight to ten hours a day and stitching endless lengths of monocratic fabric even the sewers made progress even as sewers made progress on parachutes what when what they worked on looked like a formless heap of cloth How did the leaders combat the boredom and prevent the potential mistakes? Every, now listen to this, putting the vision in front of you. Every morning, workers were reminded that each stitch they made was part of a life-saving operation. Isn't that powerful? Each day you're reminding yourself of where you're heading allows you, gives you the strength, the power, the inner drive to keep going in spite of the obstacles in spite of the monotony in spite of just the humdrum or the difficulties of relationships sometimes with uh with hard to get along people that's the key is keeping the vision in front of you so that you can continue to progress towards it so No man is an island. We can't do it alone. I can't do this alone. I would have quit a long time ago if it wasn't for people like Dave Gambro, Rachel Miller, Stu McLaurin, these guys who have paved the way, the summit that uh, Rachel has uh, on uh, the Leader Summit and uh, listen to the stories behind those people. They talk about the dry, the the, the monotony, and the, the the pain that no one close to you is agreeing with you as you're going towards your goal. I, uh, uh, Brandon Bashad talked about that, that those closest to you all are there. It seems like they sabotage, trying to sabotage you as you're trying to move towards your goal, and you you start self-doubting yourself. Should I do this? Is it worth it? I was just listening to uh, Cheyenne, a, a lady out of, out of Canada, and she was talking about, um, uh, they, they're doing a new launch, a beta launch, and she was talking about her struggling, how her husband had, um, were working uh, hard and nothing was happening, and how you you just want to quit, but you don't, because everyone is just hoping that you quit. We talk about awareness. so. On that, No Man's an Island. Probably one of the greatest examples of how I learned through the military to help others. No better example than my own son, my oldest son, Bravel the Third. I'm Bravel the Second. Bravel Jr. is me. But my son, Bravel the Third, graduated from college, was working at a restaurant. I go to see him, he tells me about his roommate is deep. And I said, what do you mean by deep? He says, Dad, you got to believe me. He's deep. I said, what do you mean? I said, what kind of work does he do? He's a bouncer at a nightclub. <laughs> OK. <laughs> How old is he? 35. And, and now he's a roommate to my son. And I'm thinking to myself, you become like the books you read the people that you hang around. I got to do something here. So what do I do as a father? Well, he lived about two or three hours south of where I was. And I'm thinking, I cannot let this go. I am going to commit to spending at least once a month going down there. Or it may have been every other week. I, I lose the details. Going down there and spending lunch with him every other week and encouraging him and letting him know how how great he really is. And I can remember the first time going down there and I said, son, and I, I recall the time and I, I told him how much charisma and he was better than me and he didn't know how good he was. And he said, really dad? I said, yes, you don't know how good you really are. I remind him of the time when he came to a picnic yeah, I was in the Navy Reserves, and he came to one of our cookouts on base, and he played dominoes with the other guys. And he'd be, well, He was the life of the party. They couldn't stop talking about him for, for months after he left, and every time they started to have a new event, they said, is your son going to be there? Is your son going to be there? Because he was so magnetic, his personality. But yet his confidence hadn't been built up. He didn't believe it within himself. Working at a restaurant, less than $20,000 a year. And I kept on it. Week after week, month after month. And this went on for about, I don't remember, I think it was like five years. And then he moved closer to me. And he said, Dad, I want to get in the insurance business like you. I said, great. So he went, and he got his license. I said, hey, why don't I help you out? I'll talk to my boss and see if I can... Let's see if you can get work in the other section there, where the um uh, they were doing enrollments. He said, "Sure," and then it happened. My son, when he got on the phone, he lit up so much, and he generated so much commissions that he didn't. Uh, he generated. He was so good, and everyone enjoyed talking to him so much when he was uh, selling on the phone. That he created the second highest commission, not for just a week but before the whole time of the campaign, which was like for two or three months. And then I remember uh, not too long after that, having lunch with him, he said, Dad, thanks for believing in me. You see, that's what it takes. We can't do it alone because we don't know a lot of times that we what we don't know and see what other people have. What I have for you is awareness of, of things that you're not aware of yet because see, we can only see things through our perspective and our perspective is blinded by our own experiences. And when we start to get out of our, out of our comfort zone, when you start to get out of your comfort zone, things begin to get a little, gray and a little muddy and not as straightforward and we get nervous and we want to go back but that's where the mentors that's where people like me at coaching can help you stay on the path stay on the path so that you can break through and get to another level of vibration where you actually can make a big difference so many times the ability for you to get ahead has nothing to do with your skill, and more with your will. Keep doing, keep being encouraged to keep doing the things you're doing. And then, uh, uh, um, <laughs> the President of the uh, Paul Martinelli, President of the John Maxwell team, talked about the law of incubation things happen in their own time, keep sowing the seeds, and you just don't know how close you are, then all of a sudden, you know, two months down the line, something you had done two months earlier, all of a sudden comes becomes something larger than you ever thought. But what if you stopped? You know, you hit a bump here and a bump there, and you're thinking, oh man, the, you got the flat tire, your wife yelled at you, you slept on the couch last night. And you're thinking to yourself, I don't know, is this worth it? Yes. Because, see, I, I read something uh, even earlier, talked about, is it your dream or is it someone else's dream? It's yours. You take ownership of it and let no one take it from you. And I'm here to help you keep in that, in that zone where you keep going for what you need so that when you succeed in your area of your passion then you can really not just make a difference but impact lives in a big way not to mention the the uh, the financial rewards but the intangible rewards of really changing people's lives lots of tears as you talk to people about how you how you change their lives, and how they're so grateful that they were able to get you, and have you in their life. So what am I saying? The saying is I can do that for you as well. Um, I'm working on it by the end of the weekend uh, to have a, a calendar set up where you can stop and. And uh, perhaps sign up for a, uh, a session and see if we we actually gel and see if I want to work with you, What you want to work with me. And let's really set up some accountability and get you moving where you really want to go. But you just can't get there by yourself. And like we always say, uh, anything that's free has no value. So it will cost you, but it won't be out of your range, uh, because we know that if there's no value, if there's no stake in the game, you won't take it seriously, and you'll be more willing to to drop. But when you have when you have stake in the game, it become, takes on a whole new a whole new perspective. It, it reminds me of the story of my children when they were uh teenagers and they were at the age where they started to have their little jobs and they had a little bit of money you normally know, we go out to dinner you know mom and dad pay for the bill they just order whatever well this this time they started to make a fairly decent amounts of money as uh teenagers and we go by the restaurant and at first they're like oh i'm gonna get this and this and say this time you all pay for your own oh all of a sudden they're looking at the right side of the menu instead of the left side you're like oh just give me those chicken fingers and the the french fry and a glass of water yes the perspective was different when they had ownership in it and they were gonna have to put their own money into it and we're the same way when we put money into something that's valuable we tend to 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 to, uh take it more seriously and really commit because when we commit with our time in our wallet we make sure that it makes a difference in our lives and that's what i want to do is be able to help you, and I've been down that path of of the the the, the non value path, where you think you can help people, but if people don't have stake in the game, they don't take it seriously. And um, your time is too valuable to waste. And I want to help you, but yeah, if you're to look at it. I'll be putting a calendar out there, you know, and over the weekend. I'm working on how to do calendy. Um, and then I'll probably put a, a funnel out there to kind of give you an idea of the cost um because let's face it after absorbing from my mentors I know that I have the value that I bring to you to make you better than you are and to get you where you want to be thank you it's been a great night and uh until tomorrow have a good one and Find your vision and then work on solidifying that vision. And then, as I always say, get out of the grandstands. Get in the arena of life so that you don't regret it when you're older. Thank you. Have a good evening.